Assalamualaikum friends. Thank you for tuning in to Sekalview. We hope it has been beneficial for you. Have you tried to put aside a certain amount of your savings monthly, but after some time you end up using it? Have you tried all means of saving in different bank accounts, only to not reach your goals every year? What if there's a better method to save that you are not aware of? Our friends at CAQ Wealth Association is willing to help you save better for your future. Head over to tinyurl.com slash health to register your inquiry and they will get back to you as soon as possible. Now, let's get back to the episode of Circle of Ill. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Hi and Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh. Welcome to the Circle of Elm Podcast, where we share Islamic knowledge that caters to anyone and everyone. Through this podcast, you will learn anything and everything about Islam. From the basics to the advanced, there will be something for everyone, inshaAllah. My name is Ustaz Muhammad Padli bin Muhammad Ayyub. Inshallah, I will continue part 3 of the story of Nabi Adam alayhi salam. This time, we are going to talk about the descent where Nabi Adam alayhi salam was sent down to this earth. The past couple of weeks, we have discussed about how he was created and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him a partner in the form of a woman eh, called Sayyidatina Hawa alayhi salam. So Sayyidatina Hawa was the companions of Nabi Adam alayhi salam. And we also know that the shaitan had plotted to make Nabi Adam alayhi salam and his family and his descendants go astray. So today we're going to continue from there, which I need to share with everyone. In Islam, we doesn't believe eh, in original sins. If you have heard it from your friends who are in a different faith, maybe from the Christianity, eh, they believe of the original sin. But Islam rejects the Christian concept of original sin and the notion that all humans are born sinners due to the actions of Adam. God says in the Quran, because in our religion, Islam, we believe that Nabi Adam salam is a prophet. And what we were taught, prophet, they have never committed sins. What had happened eh, when they eat the forbidden fruit is they have made a mistake. What are the mistakes? They had followed their desire instead of Allah's command. That is a mistake. And also, they had made a mistake and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already forgiven them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven them. Then what is the purpose of the creation of Adam? From the perspective of Nabi Adam as a creation, as a creature to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is acts of worship. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had already planned that on the face of this earth, there will be khalifa, there will be vicegerents, there will be leaders, there will be someone which will be the caretaker, which is Nabi Adam alayhi salam and his descendant. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned this. That is just one of the reasons. So but the Christianity, eh, our friends from the Christian faith, they believe that eh, Nabi Adam alayhi salam had committed a grave sin. So this grave sin make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very angry, make God very angry. And therefore from that day onwards, until the birth of eh, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, according to them, uh, who later become the salvation and uh, eradicate or remove or invalidate uh, 
the original sins. They believe that right, because of Nabi Adam is our forefathers, we will carry the same burden, we will carry the same sin until the salvation arises. So this is according to their faith. But according to Islam, we reject this because Allah SWT already forgave them. And when Allah SWT descend, send down Nabi Adam AS to this earth, it's not because to punish him, but instead it was meant to be. Remember the story? Then they both ate that apple eh, from that tree. Uh, we do not know for sure whether it's an apple or not. And eh, the fruit from the tree. And so their private parts appeared to them. Eh, and they began to stick on themselves the leaves from paradise for covering. Thus did Adam disobey his Lord, so he went astray. Then his Lord, eh, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, chose him and turned to him with forgiveness and gave him guidance. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already explained in the Quran that he already forgave him and grant him guidance. Mankind has a long history of committing mistakes and forgetting. Even so, how was it possible for Adam to have committed such a mistake? The reality was that Adam did not have any experience with the whisperings and ploys of shaitan. So it is a mistake. Eh? Can we uh, judge someone when we have yet to taught him or, or he has any knowledge of? We can't do that. So in this part, it is a mistake because he was... Uh, uh, wasn't ready for the whispering, wasn't ready, eh? he's inexperienced with the ploys of shaitan. So Nabi Adam had seen the arrogance of shaitan when he refused to follow the commands of Allah. He knew that shaitan was his enemy but had no familiarity with how to resist shaitan's tricks and schemes. The Prophet Muhammad told us, knowing something is not the same as seeing it. Uh, so from here we understand Nabi Adam AS, he didn't do all of these things. Uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Quran, وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا خُطُوَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُبِينَ Do not follow the footsteps of the shaitan. The footsteps here mean whether the shaitan does it, you don't follow, or he lay down this footstep for you to be eh, disarray. Eh? Uh, so you, we need to be very careful so we don't go lost. Eh? And going back to the story of uh, Nabi Adam AS, Nabi Muhammad SAW says, Knowing something is not the same as seeing it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, So he shaitan misled them with deception. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested Adam so that he could learn and gain experience. In this way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prepared Adam for his role on earth as a caretaker and a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From this experience, Adam learned the great lesson of the shaitan is cunning ungrateful and avowed enemy of mankind. Nabi Adam AS and his wife Sadatina Khadijah uh, AS and their descendants learned that shaitan caused their expulsion from heaven. Obedience to Allah and enmity towards shaitan is the only path back to the heaven. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Adam, Get you down upon the earth, all of you together from paradise. Some of you are an enemy to some others. Then if they, if there comes to you guidance from me, whoever follows my guidance shall neither go astray nor fall into distress and misery. The Quran, the Holy Quran tell us that Nabi Adam AS subsequently uh, received from his Lord some words, a supplication to pray, which invoke God's forgiveness. 
this supplication is very beautiful and can be used when asking for God's pardon of our sins. So from here, eh, we will learn to read the dua that Nabi Adam AS, our great, 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 great father had made. He says that, Oh our Lord, Oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have wronged ourselves. If you forgive us, not and bestow not upon us, your mercy we shall certainly be of the losers. So from this dua, mankind continues to commit mistakes. Eh? From this dua, we learn that mankind will always eh, be committing mistakes and wrongdoing. And through them, we only harm ourselves. Our sins and mistakes have not harmed, nor will we harm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Eh? If we don't pray, we are the one who are at loss. When we don't want to do acts of goodness, we are the one at the loss. If we don't believe in Allah Ta'ala, we are the one at loss. But Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He doesn't lessen His power. Eh? He doesn't uh, hurt Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. If God does not forgive and have mercy on us, it is we who will surely be amongst the losers. We need Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. On earth will be a dwelling place for you and an enjoyment for a time, He said. Therein you shall live and therein you shall die. And from it, you shall be brought out resurrected. Nabi Adam alayhi salam and Sayyidina uh, Hawa left heaven and descended upon earth. Their descent was not one of the degrade, uh, degradation. Rather, it was a dignified. In the English language, we are familiar with things being either singular or plural. This is not the case for Arabic. In the Arabic language, there is singular, then an extra grammatical number category denoting two. Plural is used for three and more. When God said, get you down all of you, he used the word plural indicating that he was not speaking to Adam and Eve alone, but that he was referring to Adam, his wife and his descendants, mankind. We, the descendants of Adam, do not belong to this earth. We are here for a temporary time. As is indicated by the words for a time, we belong to the hereafter and are destined to take our place in either heaven or hell. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us with the freedom to choose. This experience was an essential lesson and demonstrated free will. If Adam and Sadatina Hawa were, on, were to live on earth, they needed to be aware of the tricks and schemes of shaitan. They also needed to understand the dire consequences of sin and the infinite mercy and forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew that Nabi Adam alayhi salam and Sadatina Hawa would eat from the tree. He knew that shaitan would strip away their innocence. It is important to understand that although God knows the outcome of events before they happen and allows them, he does not force things to happen. Adam had free will and bore the consequences of his deeds. What Allah knows is not of our concern. But what we should be focusing on is actually our acts of obedience, our acts of worship, and also our acts of deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have given us choices to do good or to do bad. To do more good or to do less good. To do more bad or to do eh, a little bad. So, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows all of these options, it doesn't mean that we can just give up in our life and just follow the flow. No. We need to be following what Allah intends of us. So if he intend of us to be doing acts of worship, he wants good for us. So we must follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But at the same time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to sincerely, out of our free will, 
choose what he had chosen for us. Only then we pass the test of Allah knowledge is one. The second thing is that to know we have the choice. We have the uh, ability or the free will to choose what is right and what is wrong. God praises those who obey his commands and promises them great reward and he condemns those who disobey him and warns them against doing so. Where did Allah subhanahu wa descend Nabi Adam a.s. and Sayyidatina Hawa radiallahu anha? There are many reports on the subject of where on earth Adam and Sayyidatina Hawa descended although none of them come from the Quran or Sunnah. We thus understand that the location of their descent is something that is of no importance also and there is no benefit or profit in this knowledge where we to have it. We do know however Nabi Adam and Sayyidatina Hawa descend to earth on Friday in a tradition narrated to inform us of the importance of Fridays, Yawmul Jumu'ah. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, may mercy and blessing be upon him, the best of days on which the sun has risen is Friday. One this day Adam was created and on this day he was descended to earth. Sahih al-Bukhari. And now inshallah, I will be sharing with you uh, the miracles, the Ijazul Quran, some of the Ijazul Quran. But before that, the topic is orbits, a specific path for each celestial body. Let me first read the verse from the Quran. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is from Surah Al-Anbiya. وَهُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارَ وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ which means, and he is the one who created the day and the night, the sun and the moon, each traveling in an orbit. One of the beauties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creation is that everything works under a proper system. The sun rises every day at its appointed time. It is not a minute early or late. When it sets, the moon takes its place and stays there until the early hours of the dawn. After each night, the day takes over similar to the system that is visible to the eye. The galaxies have their own system. The celestial bodies are in well-defined orbits and no one takes the place of another. This has been happening for millions of years since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the universe. One example is that of the solar system. We know the planets all revolve around the sun in their own predefined path. Mars does not take the place of Venus and Neptune does not switch positions with the Earth. Even a devi deviation of a few millimeters can cause a catastrophe in the universe. The discussion about bodies moving in predefined path did not come up until the 19th century. This theory was researched and revised for many centuries up to the time of Isaac Newton. And even today, astronomers continue to study the universe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this fact in the Quran when telescopes and other scientific equipments were not even invented. Alhamdulillah, Wallahu a'lam. And that concludes today's episode. Tune in again next week. Same time, same place, same me for the continuation of today's episode. Don't forget to follow our channel so that you'll be notified when a new episode drops. Do follow us on our social media platforms at Circle of Elm 
for updates on future episodes and other topics. We would love for you to share and tag us as well if you have learned something from today's episode. With that, thank you and see you next week. InshaAllah. Wa bilai topik wal hidayah. Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala. Wa barakatuh. Fi amanillah.